You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and I'm saying a little bit of a special hello again to my fellow USFL fans. If you are not somebody who cares for spring football, I'll come out and say it right now. Probably not the video for you, but if you're somebody who's followed my channel through the NFL season this past year or in years past, I do cover spring football here on the channel, and we are getting fairly close to spring football kickoff. I'm using this video as kind of a hello again and kind of welcome back sort of thing to the USFL. I'll be honest, I've spent a lot more time this USFL offseason not talking about the USFL more than I wanted it to be, but just because of my life outside of this podcast, you know, working and covering the NFL, I have just been so caught up with so much, and I was also planning something else, and I'll get to that in a second, that I, after trying to, like, figure out how I was going to juggle the USFL and this as well, I opted to scrap the other thing and focus in on just one specific league. So with that, this is my official announcement. I am not going to be covering the XFL as I initially had planned. Initially, I was thinking, okay, we're going to do the XFL. We're going to do the USFL. I'm going to stand in the middle. I don't really want to take sides. But now that I'm kind of starting to see the two leagues kind of pick things up and there is a little bit of like a, there's a low key kind of rivalry I feel brewing here. And I decided that rather than trying to juggle two leagues at once, as things start to overlap, once April rolls around, I'm going to pick a side and I'm going to stick with the side that I started with and focus solely on team USFL. And that is where I'm going to draw the line in the sand for myself. So it's going to be all USFL all spring long as we roll through. Obviously, I'm not going to just completely ignore the XFL. I plan to watch it. I'm just not going to cover it here. But for my USFL faithful, I am back. And my goal is moving forward to make USFL obviously just as big of a part of this channel as it was last spring, but beyond that as well. Like I said, I was not quite where I wanted to be with the amount of coverage with the USFL going through this offseason. That's definitely on me. It was just really hard to find the time to cover it while I was, you know, busy with the NFL and my life outside of this. So be aware, you're going to start seeing a lot more USFL content here. If you're not somebody who's paid attention to spring football, really good opportunity to jump in. There is a lot of really good people within the USFL community, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's, you know, the USFL newsroom, the U- like all those people, the USFL podcast, spring football is here and it is here to stay. There is a legit market for this. And I had so much fun talking about it last year and I can't wait to dive back in. So for my USFL fans, I have been paying attention. I've just not been talking about it, but I am well aware of the four hub locations now going into the USFL's second season. This is something that, and if you haven't watched this yet, I will make sure it's linked in at the end of this video Go back and check out my USFL wish list for season two. Four hubs was one of those main things. I At the time, there were the rumors of it being like a three hub system, and I didn't like the three hubs with eight teams. It's a weird number. How are you going to make that work? I love that they went and secured Detroit. They locked up Canton as well, their playoff stadium from last year. And then you obviously add in Memphis, and you have Birmingham coming back for the second season. I love that there are four hubs now. That was probably one of the biggest things I wanted to see happen 
happen going into the second season, and I am here for it. The Showboats, we had a video on that a few months back when they officially announced that the Showboats are going to be taking over the Tampa Bay Bandits spot. If you have not watched that video, again, that will also be at the end of this as well. I highly recommend you dive into that. I was very excited to see the announcement. One, because I really like the Showboats logo. Two, I'm excited to see the league kind of, you know, change things up and not be afraid to maybe make a, a somewhat jarring move like that in terms of, you know, disbanding one team that maybe wasn't working in that market and opting to move them somewhere else where they think it's going to help better the league. And on top of that, my favorite color is blue. And the fact that the showboats adopt that blue and gold color scheme, I think is a really nice change of pace for the league because there was way too much red. And we talked about that in the uniform reveal last year as well throughout the entire league and the way the teams looked. So I love that we're getting a little bit more variety in the colors. It feels really nice. So if you haven't checked out my Showboats video, check that out as well. Check out my wish list because a handful of things got answered and I, a lot of the things I wanted to see are pretty much happening. XFL draft is now behind us. Not too many people really got picked off. We're seeing some news now about signings and people getting cut and things like that as we roll through. So with that in mind and me bringing that up here for you USFL fans, kind of how I'm planning on working the USFL into my schedule now going forward, and it'll start with this Friday. I'm going to dive into some of the roster moves and things as we kind of lead up into the training camp time and as teams start to kind of figure out what their rosters are going to look like. I plan on doing like a weekend review. So every Friday, I'll kind of dive into it. I'll try to see if I can throw in something else here and there as we go through any big announcements, things like that, changes, whatever it may be. Something like the Pittsburgh Maulers adopting that black and gold look of Pittsburgh. I am beyond excited to see that as well. I was not a big fan of that orange and purple. I, it just, it hit the eyes wrong. Purple and orange do not go together in that fashion. So to be able to see them adopt what is the Pittsburgh native colors, I, I'm here for it. I can't wait for the uniform reveal. We will obviously discuss that when that comes out. I'm going to have to do an entire new uniform rankings because we got one new team and a team that's altering the way they're going to look. So we're going to have to do that at some point before the season kicks off when they reveal the uniforms for the Pittsburgh Maulers. There's so much that I'm excited to talk about and dive into, and I hope you guys are excited as well. So to my USFL fans, hello again from myself to you, to maybe some people who didn't really care about spring football. We like spring football here. I love to talk spring football. And just how I treated the NFL, the USFL got the same treatment last spring and expect to get that and more going into this spring as well. And to those of you that are looking to maybe hear about the XFL over here, sorry, it's not going to happen. Team USFL or die. I'm Nathan Hursadulu, and that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. Have a good one.